Sales development is an organization that sits between the marketing and sales function of the business. They're tasked with top of the funnel, front end of the sales cycle activities, identifying, connecting with, and qualifying prospects. Their job is to sell time. They identify who has money within the companies, the accounts they're prospecting into. They identify who is the potential buyer that would most benefit from the solution. They reach out to them, they set up a meeting, and they connect them with the salesperson, someone like myself, the account executive, to come in, bring the value, raise the altitude, and try and make the deal happen. In today's video, I'm gonna talk about the different types of leads, the different channels SDRs use to set meetings, and then finally, the criteria for qualifying meetings. And I think that this will be particularly helpful for those of you looking to get SDR jobs or those of you in SDR jobs today saying, how do I succeed today while also best preparing myself for the future when I eventually become an account executive? And I'm gonna talk about my transition going from SDR to account executive. I've been at the same company over four years and worked my way up the totem pole doing exactly that. And I'm gonna give my three tips for success to help you promote sooner rather than later. As we think about the types of leads that sales development representatives are targeting, you primarily have inbound and outbound. And at my company, our sales development organization is broken out into inbound and outbound. Inbound is basically cherry picking. You are targeting warm leads all day. The marketing department pays for webinars, for eBooks, for different events to drive activity and traffic to these marketing materials. Prospects request demos, prospects download reports, prospects go to our website, and we're able to see a list of those people that have reached out saying, I want to be contacted, or that have shown very strong intent to want to know more. And inbound is basically cherry picking those leads all day. So it's much easier to set meetings. But on the other hand, you need to know more about the product and be a bit more technical and understand which qualifying questions to ask so that you don't waste the salesperson's time. I would recommend using the BANT framework, which is budget, authority, need, timeline. Do you have budget for this initiative? What, what are you actually trying to accomplish? When do you want it accomplished by? The other side of the sales development organization is the outbound group, which is what I came up in. Outbound is completely cold. You are working a territory, a list of companies, and you go find people to speak with. Sales is a contact sport, so you are interrupting people's days. So as we think about the channels outbound reps use to find success in set meetings, cold calling, cold emailing, and using social media, such as LinkedIn. I recently have had a tough time setting meetings. I traditionally make a lot of cold calls. I've had stories where I've called people over 50 times, eventually set up meetings with them. I'm actually about to close a deal with a large credit union that I, I called this guy over 50 times over two years. He finally answered my call and I, I acknowledged it. I said, hey, I've called you a lot. Are you gonna give me a chance? And he said, yeah, I'm gonna give you a chance. And now he's gonna buy. That persistence pays off over time. So it's relentless cold calling. It's sending a lot of cold emails. I typically customize that first email, it's manual. I try and make it as relevant to the prospect, their organization, the challenges I think they may be facing. I send off the email, then I start making some calls, and then the rest of the steps in the sequence is primarily auto emails. I've recently added in a new step in the sequence that includes a LinkedIn in-mail touchpoint. 
So I'm more incentivized to customize that first email because I'll just copy and paste that first email and then send it in the LinkedIn in-mail and they get a notification on their phone and through LinkedIn as well. So it's omni-channel. You're reaching out to them in multiple touch points, multiple ways. And when you start to leave the voice messages as well, you're getting them on everything, the video, the audio, there's no hiding. And if your messaging is correct, you're gonna get their attention and get the meeting. If not, you're just gonna fall by the wayside and be just another salesperson reaching out. And I've called people before and they say, you're the eighth salesperson that's called me today. So keep in mind, these prospects are getting quite a few touch points. As you start to set up meetings, there's gonna be a specific criteria that determines a sales qualified lead or qualified pipeline at my company. If you as the SDR set up a meeting, you bring me in as the account executive, I run the meeting in order to qualify the opportunity to say, hey, this is valid or not. We need to have a scheduled next event. So we meet today and let's say we set up another meeting tomorrow. That's a scheduled next event. Number two, the person needs to have some sort of clout for lack of a better term, or some sort of input in the decision process. And then number three, they must have some sort of pain or problem that our solution can solve. As you continue to set meetings, you will have more success, more pipeline, more food on the table, more white claws to buy on the weekend, and you'll start living your dream life. And eventually you'll be asking yourself, okay, what's next? How am I gonna promote from sales development rep to an account executive? It took me two full years as a sales development rep to promote to an account executive. I was ready about a year before I actually promoted, but due to the way the cycle works at my company, you have to promote from a sales development rep level one to a level two. This took me nine months minimum. And then from a level two to a level three, this took me six months. And then as a, as a level three, in addition to just qualifying pipeline, I also needed to source pipeline that resulted in one revenue. So you, you have to have that, that quality and quantity, and then you become an account executive. As I think back to my days as an SDR, the three tips I would have to anyone looking to promote sooner rather than later, and I wrote these down for you guys, is number one, play the long game. Your skills that you are learning today and mastering, although they seem mundane over time, you, it's like the karate kid. You get in the movie and they say, wax on, wax off. And they say, hey, I've, I've done this, I've mastered this. You continue to wax the car because you are mastering the fundamentals. As long as you never get tired of the basics, you will always be successful. So I was doing the SDR work a year longer than I wanted to be doing it. I had those thoughts of I'll just leave and go get an account executive job at another company or, hey, let me go complain to my deskmate next to me. None of that matters if you're playing the long game because if you recognize that you're gonna work for at least 20, 30 years and you have to grind it out as an SDR for an extra six months, in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter. And you getting those extra reps leads to mastery and they will pay dividends to the rest of your career. Next, all the time SDRs reach out and they say, Trent, what should I be doing now to prepare to become an account executive? The answer is simple, start running meetings. If you wanna get stronger, would you read books on how to do push-ups, or would you actually start doing push-ups? If you wanna be a better account executive and you're an SDR today, would you rather listen to pre-recorded meetings? Would you rather read books on how to run meetings, or would you rather go run actual meetings? I ran one meeting as an SDR, and it served me so well and put me ahead of everyone. 
because I actually got a real life rep. The guy ended up no showing the proposal call when I presented pricing, but it didn't matter because I at least had the experience of doing a discovery call, leading a demo, and the experience was so important. And the final tip is just to enjoy it and have fun. Trust the process and trust yourself. Everything's eventually gonna work out how it should. And when you're in those moments of feeling like, ah, I, I just, I don't wanna be doing this anymore, or if I had that role, then I would be so happy. Don't wish things were easier. Wish that you can deal with hard better and, and just start to have fun with it. And in a recent perspective shift that I learned from Alex Hermosi, it's talking about your 85 year old self would trade everything at that moment, all the money you've accumulated to be in the spot you're at today. So if you're lucky enough to be in your 20s like me, even your 30s or whatever age, you would give up everything to go back 10 years. If you're fortunate enough to have the time and be in the job market or new in your career, you're so lucky to be at that place and let's make the most of it. If you got value out of today's video, hit the like button below. If you'd like to surround yourself with other like-minded driven people and be a part of a community, we're over 70 strong in my private members community. It's gonna be the first link in the description below. We have a group discord that's pretty active and I lead a weekly live call where I answer all of your questions and share what's top of mind for me to help you crush the week ahead. I hope to see you there. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Happy pipeline, happy life.